Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Waalaikumsalam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Uh, to our beloved Sheikh Ustaz Husini and uh, everybody at home. So, Insyaallah. Um, today uh, we uh, this is actually a new program uh, by AKY TV okay. uh, where we will be uh, interviewing rivets. Rivets. And we are so lucky to be interviewing uh, our grand Ustaz <laughs> Husinji. Very own Sheikh Husinji in the no, house. And uh, the topic for the day would be Eid. Right? Your first Eid. Your first Eid. Eid, Eid, uh, so, is it? Uh, Eid al-Fitri. Eid al-Fitri? Hari, Hari Raya. It's Hari Raya. Okay, basically it's Hari Raya. Uh, so basically, this uh, structure, uh, this platform, is like a podcast. So, whereby we can share, we ask questions, and we hope to get tips, even get some experiences, and that we can share to our community of, of reverts and also uh, the one that not even reverted yet or will have interest, right? Yep. So, inshallah, we hope that this will benefit. Uh, the community and of course ourselves yes, as we are also in on the learning process uh, the reverts who are watching uh, the podcast so uh, inshallah Ustaz uh, are you ready? inshallah inshallah so inshallah Jared would you like to uh, go first? I have uh, some questions okay. and I would like yeah, to uh, ask Sheikh Sandy But how right. uh, would you would Okay, you let me first? let me start one this with this one. Okay. Um uh, let's just ask um what was the first what was the year that uh she celebrated your first Idul Fitri uh, Hari Raya as a Muslim. Yeah. Yes. Alhamdulillah wassalatu wassalamu ala Rasulillah wa ala alihi washabihi ajma'in. Yeah, if I can recall back In 1968, I chose to be a Muslim. And that was my first year of experience in fasting Ramadan. Alhamdulillah. It's not easy, but it's not difficult too. The first year I experienced because before I became a Muslim, as a Buddhist in Christianity, you do have some kind of fasting ritual. But It's a different kind of fasting. You stay away from meat, go for vegetarian. Mm. You stay away from food, but you can drink. But in Islam, it's very unique. No food, no drink. Completely, you know, for 15 hours. Then, alhamdulillah, then it come in. Of course, it always come in after Ramadan. There's no eat for people who don't fast Ramadan. You don't feel anything. But the beautiful of it is after fasting for one month, now you're going to experience the celebration of Idul Fitri. Of course, it's very different because now we don't celebrate with our family because our family are not yet Muslim. None of them are Muslim. And in the beginning, Even they do not know that I became a Muslim because I choose not to inform any of my family members yet because I was not being guided properly. The, the worry is there. I worry that I may hurt them. They get very angry. Then something bad may, may happen to me. So I choose to do it secretly. So... No family involved. It's just me celebrating it with some born Muslim. Because I chose to live in the mosque, I celebrate my Eid in the mosque. And after that, some of my Muslim friends brought me to their house. Yeah, because the most important of Eid through my experience is that is the takbir of Eid and the Eid prayer. It's a bit unique because in other celebration, 
they don't have this kind of ritual. In Islam, you have takbir, raya, and yeah. night of Eid. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illallahu, Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar, walillahi alham. And everybody is responding. You know, young, old, yeah, children, mashallah. Yeah. That make us feel very unique, very different, you know. Indian is Muslim is saying the same takbir. Chinese Muslim also is saying the same takbir. Malay Muslim, you just name it. As long as they are Muslim, everybody is doing the same takbir. Then until the Eid morning, then we are starting to get together and perform the Eid prayer. This is something very unique that I don't experience it when I was not yet a Muslim. That is how my experience in my first Eid. But yeah. Alhamdulillah, like what I'm going to share with all the good brothers and sisters, mm-hmm. the program that we are getting into it now is about sharing and caring so that we show that we have to care uh, for one another. Correct. So whatever good thing that we have experienced is good to share. And Allah Himself remind us, "Amma bi ni'mati Rabbika fahadis." Any blessing of Allah is good to share with others. So it's a good question. But this is my yeah, simple answer. Yeah, yeah, I think it's very interesting. I'd like to highlight uh, when you said that uh, you don't see this in a lot of other faiths, where um, the Chinese Muslim, the Indian Muslim, uh, if he's uh, a Nigerian, an African, we all say the same takbir, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, and all the takbir is in one language. One Arabic. You see, Arabic. Mm-hmm. That language Sorry. united all of us. There is the beauty, you know, that I experienced in Islam. Especially when the prayer comes in, there's only one yeah, word that we use. Allahu Akbar. You know, Allah the Great. Allah the Great. Yeah. So the takbir itself is very unique. Yep. Saying, glorifying Allah, Allahu Akbar, two times, three times, and then, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, walilalham. And we start to remind ourselves that there is none worthy of worship except one true God, Allah, the Great. And all praise belong to Him. This is very unique. It unites all the different race, nation, that now we all are glorifying the one true God, Allah Rabbul Alamin. And again, you see, if other ritual, you have this burning sound, crackers. In Islam, you don't do that. You know, in the early, in the 60s, Sometimes you don't see the Muslim playing firecrackers when celebrating Eid. Because that is our value. We don't waste, we don't do anything that may cause harm to yourself, endanger others. No air pollution, no sound pollution, except the praise of Allah. I'm not saying, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illallah. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, walillahi alham. It's beautiful. I can still remember when I start to do this. Some of our people shed tears, you know. They feel so touched, you know. They feel so close to Almighty Allah. You know? That really is something very beautiful. Some of the reverts may, may want to... Um Ask maybe how how much do we have to say Allahu Akbar, mm-hmm. Allahu Akbar? Right. Do we have to say the whole uh, day or just the first half of Eid uh, al-Fitri? Oh. According to the teaching of Islam, now this is something that I'm so happy, yeah, about myself because after I became a Muslim, immediately I took three months unpaid leave. I was working. Because this is something new to me. I want to learn. 
I do not just want to take part-time, part-time learning. No, I want to learn about this dean yeah, as fast as possible. So I pick up a lot of knowledge because I stay in the mosque. I'm very close to some imam, some great teachers at that time. Yeah? And only one who's still alive. All of them have passed away. Okay. The imam of Pakistani mosque in Penang, Mackalister Road. And the assisting imam, and there are two more yeah, scholars. Yeah? All of them have passed away except one, known as Ustaz Zainal Abidin Zamzam, who is still alive. But lately, he's been very sick. Yeah? May Allah grant him yeah, good health. Yeah? Now, when I learned about this, we realized that the takbir start from that night. When tomorrow morning is going to be eight day, then takbir start from Maghrib time. Maghrib. The night before the eighth day. Okay. We ended our fasting already. The end right? of the <laughs> fasting night. After you end your fasting day, then that night you start to make takbir and there's no limit until Idul Fitri prayer. There is no limit. Some may keep on making takbir. And the takbir is so beautiful. It's not just in the mosque. While you are walking, you can do takbir. When you are riding on the bike, you can say takbir. And I still remember when we want to go and perform our prayer in Penang at that time. I became Muslim in Penang. And we don't pray in the masjid. Ah. We pray in an open area. Yeah, oh, We pray... Yeah, in the field. Padang Brown. We pray at Padang Brown. What is Padang Brown today? Uh, still Padang Brown? Yeah, it's around Esplanade area. No, Padang Brown <laughs> is just a Tukramat area. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. Padang <laughs> Brown is there. You know? And yeah, we, we always pray in an open area because our Prophet choose to perform the eat prayer not in the mosque. You know? Oh, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very unique. Why? Again, the wisdom is that that is the day that the Prophet command all the Muslim, male and female, even the female who cannot perform prayer, mm-hmm. should participate in that it gathering to listen to the khutbah of Idul Fitri. So it's, it's a, but if in the mosque, the woman who cannot yeah. pray cannot go in. Ah. So they're in an open space. So open space, can that means you are not restricted with that rule. Unless it's um, audible from uh, outside of the masjid, but I don't know if it's com- convenient or not. For oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's unique. Normally, if you pray in the mosque, you know, mosque is an isolated area. And then you can see even not yet Muslim who is passing by, who stop and decide, I want to look, you know, what is happening? What kind of gathering is this? No, I miss beautiful, alhamdulillah. No, this is something that I miss. Uh, later on, we don't have the opportunity to pray all this, it pray in an open area anymore. Because most of us are going into the mosque. Yeah. This is what I'm trying to share with all the good <laughs> brothers and sisters. Yeah. No, of course, if you don't have the opportunity now, but one day, we don't know. But this kind of practice, is still very popular outside of Malaysia. Even in Indonesia, yeah, Middle East, and even in Europe. People like to perform eight prayer in an open area. I see. Yeah. Beautiful. This is one of the Islamic uh, sha'ara, they say. You know, to highlight how beautiful that all nation and tribe are gathered together. All color, you know. Everybody is just praising Allah. And the, and the last thing that I like to share, when, I, when we start to celebrate it, we were taught to make takbir coming out from our house. If I'm staying somewhere, say about half a kilo away. So everybody is being taught to come out from the house and start to make takbir and walk yeah, towards the open ground. Like it's Padam Brown. Later on, 
transferred to the stadium in Penang Island. Mm. Uh, so everybody mm. will move from uh, from all angles. When we start to get out from our house, so we are starting to takbir already. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illa Allah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, walillahi alham. And some will say, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illa Allah, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, walillahi alham. Everybody, when they come and join us, you know, when you hear the sound, they come up and join us, and now the crowd is getting bigger and bigger while walking towards the praying crowd. How do you have experienced this? I think this is uh, very beautiful. Oh, yeah. And surprisingly, actually, I myself didn't see this uh, before, even af- I, after reversion. But I don't know about Shay. Do you think that this is... Uh, Something, have you seen this before, before you reverted? Uh, yeah, this, uh, no, I don't see it, really. Because we are, when we are not a Muslim, we don't pay attention. Yeah, pay attention yeah. no, <coughs> this is nothing to do with us. But after that, then when we were uh, traveling to other country, like Indonesia, Indonesia is, is very common. They you know, pray outside? Uh, they pray outside a lot, but then they pray in an open area. And while they are, uh, riding the bike, you know, on the bus, they, they all make takbir. No, they have their spirit, no, the spirit of it. But of course, later on, we don't have the experience anymore. Everybody is going into the mosque. But even our prophet who have the mosque in Medina, praying in the mosque of the prophet, is how many times better? Then other mosques, you remember? 27? Mm. 1,000. <laughs> 27. 1,000. That's my Jama'ah, is it? 27. Praying Jama'ah in Masjid al you have 100,000 reward. It's very unique. Medina, the mosque of the Prophet, 1,000. Masjid al-Aqsa, 500. But then, even then, the Prophet choose not to pray in the mosque when come to eat prayer. Very unique. What do you think? Like it's a sunnah, it's but this is the abandoned sunnah. Abandoned sunnah. How do we revive this? Inshallah, we pray. We pray. And one day, when the, the authority are more open, you know, they don't mind to to perform the prayer in the outside area, then they'll see the spirit of it is very different. It's also the spirit of Muslims. Yeah, there right. is the spirit of the Muslim too. I think when we are too comfort in the mosque with all the cupboard ready and aircon and so yeah. on, you know. so sometimes uh, the spirit nah, is no more there. But when we go to an open area and, and uh, not get Muslim or so, they can just stand aside you know, exactly. at the corner and witness the greatness of this ummah, that they are all together because the takbir of Idul Fitri will end when the prayer start. Yeah. No more. There is a difference between takbir Idul Fitri and takbir Idul Adha. Idul Adha, takbir will carry on for more than three days. Uh-huh. But for Idul Fitri, only from the New Year Eid, Eve Eve until prayer time. And the prayer of Eid. It is... It is so beautiful that I have to share this. Uh, mm. I think uh, uh, back in the days, until today actually, uh, when it's Idul Fitri, uh, my mother, okay. who's not yet a Muslim, of course my family is not yet Muslim, uh, my mother would switch on the TV just to listen to the Prime Minister and whoever is on yeah. the TV uh, saying the takbir. Mm. Because it's so beautiful. We, we, yeah. we just love listening to the takbir. Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. Yeah. And they, they've got certain, uh, I don't know, Rhythm. <laughs> ah, yeah. So it's, yes. it's nice to listen. Somehow. Some people, yeah. some people will recite in a very melody kind of. Yeah. Yeah. We, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar, 
Allahu Akbar That I want to remind all the good brothers and sisters in the future when you are celebrating Eid remember you don't have to do it yeah, together yeah, after the prayer Maghrib or after the Isha prayer no no you do it wherever you are no while you are doing some cleaning at home you can make takbir while somebody is cooking they can also do takbir because that is what Allah wants us to do now Allah said in the Quran when you have finished your fasting day for one month you completed the fasting days for one month then you come up with takbir it is he who have given us guidance who have guided us show us the best way to celebrate our eight not with music or singing takbir yeah. after all I know people are so used now salamat hari raya but that is our yeah. way that is not the Islamic way the, the traditional way you know the Islamic way is more beautiful you, know? you say salamat hari raya only the Malay understand you know? or maybe Malaysian will understand yeah. it but the Korean don't understand the Japanese don't understand. And you know, Vietnamese don't understand. Arab the voice says, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Everybody understand. That's the beauty of Takbir, Eid al Fitri, and also Eid al Adha. So I would like to share this, this spirit in the future. Please, we hope that when come to Eid, don't get too busy in listening to the music. Yeah? And also waiting for the people in the mosque to make takbir. But we are not participating. Wherever you are, those in the mosque, they make takbir in the mosque. Those who are at home make takbir at home. But it is mandatory for us to articulate the, uh, yes. the words, yes. not, not, not in our heart. Not in our heart, no. Okay. You must say it loud. To express the happiness yeah. that you are, are now out of Ramadan. So because so a lot of people also feel yeah. happy, you know. Oh, Ramadan end. <laughs> but the happiness in Islam is different. We do miss Ramadan. You know, it's not that, oh, one coming Ramadan, so oh, Ramadan again. And Ramadan on the end, ah, alhamdulillah. <laughs> no, but we do miss Ramadan. Because Ramadan have its own blessing. Correct. You know, you have a very different kind of feeling. Feeling when it comes to Ramadan. Especially the last 10 days? Oh, Allah. Allah. You get closer and closer yeah. to Allah. Uh, yeah, Shay. So, uh, coming back to celebrating Eid, I think as your, for your experience, you mentioned that uh, you did your Eid in a mosque. Yes. So, that is your personal experience. But what would you... But the, 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 the prayer, the Eid prayer, we prayed not in a mosque. Uh, outside in the open correct. Uh, open ground in Padang Brown later on we shifted to a stadium uh, in Penang Stadium yeah? open area okay, an open area only when Misit Negri of Penang started to build when it completed the building then the, 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 they changed they said is to the mosque to the mosque no need to an open area anymore but the Sunnah yeah, this sunnah is beautiful no. and you can see that everybody participated and then everybody was so happy to, to greet one another may Allah accept no? right. our fast, our prayer and our takbir and everything everybody is so happy to see one another and greeting one another uh, it's a very unique experience I think yeah. uh, until today I've got uh, <laughs> trouble, uh, difficulty in uh, saying Takabalah wa minna Takabalah minna wa minkum. Going one one by one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it takes time. It takes time. If yes. you are not used to it, of course, you know. Uh, then sometimes you say it, sometimes you may not say it. But that is the best wish, because we are saying 
may Allah accept you know, whatever we have been doing in the fasting month, the whole month. You know, we have been fasting, we do our qiyam, we do our sadaqah, we give, uh, also give, uh, you call this uh, zakat fitrah, yeah. you know, to help the poor and so on. So that is what we always wish for. That may Allah accept all the good things that we have done. The same to everybody. But maybe, how do you all experience when come to Ramadan and eat for you all? Since you have been a Muslim for a few years, how do you feel, Brother Jared? Now? I think it was just a few years ago and I already forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's something I would like to relate to and actually ask Shay about it actually regarding actually what is the advice for to be reverts or, or reverts especially if on their first day like how would they reach out to how would they who to go to if you know they don't have company because like like Shay himself you know we are all new and our family also are not are yet, not yet muslims right so how do we actually get to the community okay. how do we open ourselves up so Personally, for myself, uh, I came to Al Qadim. I have good brothers and sisters here. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah I was yeah. invited to join Eid prayer and together. So that was a few years ago, lah. So that was when we don't we didn't have any SOP yet. So we can get together close and and, and it was a lot of fun, lah. Yeah. Especially after that, you will start visiting houses. Yeah. So that's what we know as Malaysians lah. Uh, taking uh, Kuih Raya, visiting, and we even get, we don't call it Ang Pao lah, we have cut, what? Uh, hijau. Kuih hijau? Hijau. Chai Pao lah, they call it. The green packet. <laughs> the Chinese use red packet. Ah, I see. So the, okay. the Muslim, they choose the green color. You know? So how, how about you, Dara? Maybe. But I have... Uh, lot of experience, uh, Rai experience because my aunt is a uh, revert. So from from a very young age, we, we, we go there and we celebrate with her. Mm-hmm. And of course, we, the not yet Muslims at that time also look forward to yeah. <laughs> Duit Raya. <laughs> so we wait for Duit easier, Raya. Easier, I think easier yeah. for you. When you have a family members who are Muslim already, it's easier. Yes, yeah. I think Normally in Malaysia, the Indian Muslim yeah, is not Soviet yeah, because they are not of Indian Muslim. No? Or the only people that hardly you see them is like the Chinese Muslim. Mm-hmm. Because Chinese Muslim, uh, among the Chinese people, as a Chinese, normally you are not a Muslim. But for the Indian Muslim, like in Penang, the Indian Muslim, their mama, all this mm-hmm. is, is known. Though nobody feel that oh, you are different. Ah, I see. You see, you can just uh, join in the Islamic community very easily. Because there are many? I mean, there are many, yeah. more yeah. than the Chinese. Okay. For the Chinese, they are, in a way, la, they, in a way, they become like a stranger. Yeah. You, know, you hardly see Chinese face. Yeah? Among there is a lot of Chinese Muslim here and they're scattered, but sometimes I think the problem we are facing because we Chinese have another problem because when you want to be a Muslim, we were not guided properly, yeah, so that we should explain to our family so that they understand that we are just coming to Islam, not to become a Malay. Exactly. You see, I have that problem when I first become a Muslim too. I know what is Islam and what is a Malay. I I have the understanding. Because even when I came to Islam, it's not because of the Muslim calling me to Islam. I have a lot of Muslim friends, the Malay friends. None of them talk to to me about Islam. They are good to me, alhamdulillah. But they're quiet about Uh, the religion. Yeah, anything to do with Islam, it seems to be... Eh, not for you lah. It's ours. You no, know, that kind of feeling they thought. Yeah, that so we choose to become a Muslim just with 
after reading, after we learn about this religion. So Alhamdulillah, I'm so happy that I came to Islam through that, not through the Muslim, but through learning about Islam. You know, so that's why you see I feel sad in the beginning. I didn't have the the understanding that is good for me to inform my parents, especially my mom or my sibling, before I became a Muslim. You know, if I have told them earlier, maybe the situation would be more different. Yeah, but the fear in me was there. Oh, what's going to happen if I tell my mother? You no, know, my yeah. mother beat me. My sibling always yeah. hit me. Mm -hmm. So that's why I keep quiet. But it was a surprise. Only my mom feel very hurt. Okay. But all the other sibling, yeah, just welcome me. You know, as okay. long as you know what is good for you, yeah. you know, it's okay. You're big enough to decide. You know, what is good for you. Only my mom. Because maybe the the, the default idea is you are becoming a Malay. Because yeah. Okay. Same goes to me, you know, my mother, they think that I'm becoming a Malay, you know, as much as I am Malaysia. proud, yeah. as much as I am proud being a Indian, mm. I believe you guys are also proud, uh, so proud we are Chinese. Chinese. And we wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to change my race. Like, yeah, of course. But they don't of. understand. <laughs> Our family don't have that understanding. That's why I still recall when my mother knew that I become a Muslim, the only thing that triggered her mind you become a Malay now. Yeah. I think she I had can, lost her son. I can relate to that so much. <laughs> yeah. So, I hope that my mom watches this one day. Alhamdulillah. We cannot blame them. No? Yeah, because at first when my mom said this to me, I tried to explain to her, Mom, no, I'm still your son. I'm a Chinese boy. <laughs> you know? I'm a Chinese, I still have the Yi with me, you know? Yeah. No? Only I am a Muslim. You it's still have religion. the Yi with Yi. you until today, right? Yeah. Mm. It's a, I, I still maintain my father's surname. It's a name. The Chinese are very yeah, particular about their surname. Right. You see, it's just like the Arabs, they have their surname, you know? But then, uh, when I visit my friends, family, Muslim, born Muslim. They also asked me, when do you become a Malay? Oh. You see? This <laughs> caught me by surprise. My mom said to me, you are a Malay already. I said, no, 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 no. But then when I visit the Muslim parent, the Malay parent, they also asked me, bila masuk Melayu? Then I started to think, I think my mother huh, is correct. Lah, in one way. No? But later on, when we learn more and more, we know there's a lot of misunderstanding, not only from the not yet Muslim, even from born Muslim. Because they do not know how to differentiate between religion and yeah. race, and race, between culture, culture. tradition and Islamic ritual. Everything becomes one, mix up. Rajak already. Yeah, I think in, in Malaysia, it's like the race and religion is a package. Yeah. So we in already see Malay means yeah. Can a Malay be a, be a Hindu? <laughs> Actually, if you go back to the history in Malaysia, okay. The Malays they are Hindus before. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Hindus yeah. were in, in this area before <laughs> yeah, Islam before. came. Okay. Right. Before right. Islam entered here, majority are follow the Hindus. That's why you see the tradition among the Malays still just you see, I have a Hindu tradition there. Maybe the the the, the wedding ceremony, the wedding, <laughs> the wedding, and the 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 Mandi Hari Safar, and all these things. You have some, you know, some ritual related to the Indian, like even they want to do the 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 Akika ceremony for the newborn baby. They use a coconut sometimes. Oh, okay. Uh, all these the are the Hindus kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> they put the hair, they cut the hair and put in the coconut. Oh, the, okay. So, you know, think coconut, you know what is coconut already. No? Yeah, uh, the Hindus. You want to know Taipusum, then you see what is going to happen in Taipusum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just example. Because they are majority uh, Hindus. Okay. Then Islam came in, 
and alhamdulillah Allah gave hidayah and majority now became a Muslim yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I have a question uh, uh, so as you know uh, in Malaysia our aid is uh, the whole month <laughs> we celebrate okay we all know that our raya lasts for at least 30 days ah. you know and uh, Islamically uh, what is the best way of celebrating it do we only celebrate it in the morning of Eid al-Fitri or can we one day <laughs> extend <laughs> Another 30 days, maybe, perhaps. Islamically, yeah. it's just one day. Islamically, just one day. Yeah, just one day. So, yeah. You see, even it, the takbir end, when the it prayer start, takbir end already. You know, of course, it day is a day where the Prophet show us when you want to go and pray. If you can walk, is you get more reward. But then you use one way to come to the praying area. But when you are going out, you use the other way. It's like you know, if you're coming from the main road, yeah. That if there's another road to go to exit, you use other road. Actually, Sheikh, I, I actually hmm. wanted to ask this question yeah. In, yeah. Uh, earlier. Uh, why is there any significance in this? Like, why do we follow uh, 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 this way when we go to the masjid, and, and when we go back, we use in the another way, another route, maybe? Yeah, this is to wish everybody. Is for us the Muslim. You should reach out to more people. When you see the Muslim, mm. Assalamualaikum, and then you say, Eid Mubarak, and then you say, Taqabbalallahu minna minkum, you know. That's why the spirit is to wish everybody then a great Eid, ah. you know. That is the spirit. Okay. But you know, what you say is very true. Malaysia, uh, we have another culture. Yes. When come to Eid, it's yes. one month. It's one because you fast for one month. So it's like eat one moment. Payback day, you know. Payback <laughs> day. One month I do it, and you see, you have this culture that now they have a lot of open house. Uh, exactly. Yes. Only yeah. since last year we got COVID 2019, so they they don't have this open house yes. concept like before. Limited yeah. like to and even the not yet Muslim enjoy this open house. Exactly. You, know? you can have free meal <laughs> for the whole month actually. Yes. If you yes. Are yes. Not, Picky, you know, and you have your open house, let's go. Exactly. Normally, people don't ask, who are you? They <laughs> just wish, uh, eat, eat, and then, yeah. okay, you're welcome. Yeah. You know? So this is something that is a tradition, but there's nothing wrong. Okay. If the people just want to celebrate, celebrate you know? But the real celebration, just one day. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's so much uh, wisdom in the Sunnah of our Prophet, in all that he has uh, commanded and he's taught us he has shared with us how to do the yeah. ibadah yeah. how to come together and alhamdulillah and it, you see the prophet encourage you to do what we have other tradition that is not taught by our prophet eat prayer when in the morning everybody just get ready take a bath and wear new clothes and go to pray But you have another extra tradition. Each morning, a lot of people just want to pay a visit to the graveyard. Exactly. Okay. Yes, yes. There is nothing to do with eight day. Eight day is not a sad day. It's a happy day. That's why you call it eight. But if the, all the family is gathered already together, it's like a family reunion. The one who stays so far, they are back, all are together. After you do your prayer, after everything, if you want to just go and visit the grave of your late father or mother or family, it's okay. It's okay. But it is not that. This is part of the Eid ritual. Ah, okay. We hope everybody will learn how to sure. celebrate Eid according to the teaching of the Prophet It's important. Because this is religious festival not traditional festival so the prophet has shown us what to do yeah uh, that's what we should learn about the sunnah way i think i think after the eight prayer uh, people will be you know rushing to the uh, graveyards to mm. uh, you, know, you you see a lot of people there yeah. uh, maybe because the sun is still not directly you know under you so yes, i i But do see yes, this yes. 
It's And not it, part of. Also, eat prayer is highly recommended for us to have some light meal first. Ah, or for it's one of the sunnah that you have some light meal, you know, before you go for the eat prayer. No, it's different from idul adha. Idha, you go to pray first. No, without having any meal. Yep, yep. So that's a different between idul fitri. And Idul Adha. Now, what I like to share with all our new brothers and sisters in Islam for revert, you know, it's very important for us as a revert who choose Islam to be our religion, yeah, to learn about the Islamic way, not the traditional way, so that we know the difference. You see? so we want to be more Islamic. You know? so that's why we must learn. If not, then we become we very traditional. Yeah, where there is nothing to do with Islam, but we don't know. So anything you do that is not related to Islam, there is no ibadah. Act of worship in Islam is something that you do related to religion, not tradition. And this is very important. But unfortunately, she. I think uh, Raya is nothing without the Raya songs. <laughs> Do you agree? I mean, of course, the the mass oh, majority. Yeah. You know. Yeah, sometimes because we are so used. To yeah. It. You see, television, all the media. The worst thing is now, we even use firecrackers. Yeah, Maria Mulu. Yeah, that is not our way. Islam have to better way is Islamic festival. Takbir is so beautiful. I mean, only if they uh, they experience, it, then they know the sweetness of. of uh, but maybe we are so uh, influenced with uh, the music, the media, and the songs, uh, free mixing. Maybe sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, among cousins, maybe you know, friends coming, and we. Yeah, it is so, always uh, like that. If you don't follow the Islamic way, then other ways will come in. Yeah. So it's our choice. It's like what Allah said: "Wa sirati This is my way. I show you my way. The Prophet has shown on how to celebrate the Eid. Just follow. If you don't follow, then the other way is going to come. And that's why we are very confused. Even not yet Muslim are confused. You see, wow, you also crackers. Huh? Uh-huh. Wow. You also pray firecrackers like we pray firecrackers. No, that is their way. But we have takbir, remember. So we would like to remind all the reverts, if you have family, children, don't hmm. expose them to this kind of activities anymore. You know, just train everybody to make takbir. So we must set an example as uh, reverts, and if you are a family, we as elders set a good example to the younger children, so that they will start to change. Yeah. This is what we need, yeah, uh, to encourage our new brothers and sisters. Please become a practicing Muslim and Muslima. That follow the Islamic teaching guided by the Quran and Sunnah, but any tradition that do not contradict no problem. Lemang, lemang ketupat, ketupat. Of course, in the Prophet time there's no lemang. They, they don't yeah, eat lemang. Exactly. Uh, this is tradition. Food is okay. There's no no problem, you know. But anything to do with like waste of money, it may burning of this sound pollution and. Uh, It may endanger the people who are playing with these firecrackers. It may hurt them sometimes. It's time for us to say enough is enough. Time to be proud of who we are as a Muslim. We will follow the Islamic way of Eid al-Fitr. I think, I think every year in the news we see um, injuries. Uh, yeah. Children losing Children fingers, losing fingers, yeah. hands, maybe uh, playing fry crackers. So I think we have to, you know, if not minimize, just totally 
uh, avoid. Very sad. Yeah. Very sad. And uh, I have another question. Uh, back in the days, during the 70s, maybe 70s or late 60s, do you get the opportunity to actually try the the various types of uh, kurma? Kurma. Oh, kurma. Yeah, like now you have yeah, ajwa. Today we have, have so many types. What else do you have? Um, uh, sukari. 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 Safawi. And, and <laughs> those days, what about those days? Those days, we don't have that much. Okay. Yeah, because I think last time when you want to go and buy all these things, you have to go by ship. Mm, yeah. Okay. Like I went to to the first my first uh, trip to Saudi Arabia is 1972 by ship. How long no did flight. it take you? To? Take about two weeks. Two weeks. So your like cost, <laughs> and then people are not so used to it. Yes, maybe the oldies will take, but people are not exposed to the the the, the significance of eating dates yet. And then the awareness is not there. Ah, see. You know, so something totally new. So date is not. Did you like tamar. dates? <laughs> not, I think I learned how to eat dates when I was in Saudi. Okay. You no, know, because there you get date every day. Every day. Not okay. only Ramadan. Oh, okay. Right? Here only you know dates in Ramadan. <laughs> I no? thought it was a seasonal fruit. Yeah. No, the seasonal because of the different type of dates. And then you Otherwise, the it's always there. Yeah, they always. Was it is is every day? Was it the food of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Yeah, it's their daily food. Okay. You know, and there is something very uh, practical. It give energy, high fiber, high energy, like you know, and then it's something that you can, you know, travel with very easily, yeah. very light. Easy to and eat. Easy, and easy. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it yeah, fills yeah. your stomach. Very nutrition. Very nutrition. Alhamdulillah. Especially ajwa. <laughs> I, I actually <laughs> learn about eating dates from my non-Muslim <laughs> friends. <laughs> so yeah, la, how, la, we we came to know Al Khadim Al Hamid. They have the unit three. Yeah, unit three they call, and they also having all these dates. Yeah, Alhamdulillah. It's good. It's good to get used with all this uh, nutrition kind of food, yeah. And then this, what the prophet even said, if you take dates for seven dates per day, yep, will protect you protection. from the evil eye and the black magic. Just seven dates per day, yes. You also What's keep up? your stomach filled up exactly. and not overeat <laughs> after that. <laughs> get it from Aswadan again. Yeah, <laughs> promote. <laughs> Okay, inshallah. I mean, uh, mm. uh, do you have any, any more questions for sure? Um, Alhamdulillah, I think we can wrap up this part just regarding it. I believe uh, with all the sharing and, and uh, tips here and there about uh, Shay's first eat and all the general advices lah, that we all go through to, uh, this time, it, inshallah, it can help reverts, you know, to differentiate culture and the proper religion that we do and f so that you know we prevent the thing that has happened to us you know distinguishing tradition and religion things like that in the future so inshallah so at least people can have a clear a clear up their doubts and uh, misconceptions yeah so may Allah guide may Allah guide inshallah uh, last advice um, for the reverts who will be celebrating it for the first time especially in this in this year and so difficult times like this yeah and uh and the the the, the prayer the eight prayer is a bit different from uh, our ordinary prayer five uh, five times a day uh, the, the the movement is a bit uh more i think yeah uh, more uh, than the normal ones so sometimes the reverts may Uh, they may get surprised, you know, yeah, <laughs> on yeah, um, yeah, it, it, it yeah. day, and they were like, eh, "What's this? Something new?" Yeah. Uh, so, your advice? Yeah, bit. Uh, my humble advice and reminder to all fellow rivers, your brothers and sisters. Number one, of course, we must remember this eight prayer is an Islamic festival. Okay, number one, it's a religious festival. So anything religious. It must be guided by the religious evidence. 
what Quran said and what the Prophet have shown us. So of course, everybody got to wash themselves early in the morning. Hadis pasar, they call mandi hadis pasar. New, then use the new clothing possible for the man. You put some perfume. Perfume. Hadis pasar, even though nothing happened at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there is ibadah bah. Mandi ibadat mukan mandi adat. Mandi adat is just wash yourself. Anything to do with when the Prophet said mandi for this ritual, for this prayer, like Hajj Jumaat, is mandi hadas. Even there's no hadas involved. It's mandi ibadat. It's called mandi ibadat. Yeah? Then you wear the, for the male, yeah? perfume, nice perfume, smell good, look good. You know? <laughs> And then you pray, yes. When you want to pray, you must you take your wudu from home already. With the, when you take the bath, Everything that means you have your wudu ready. You go to pray. It's only two rakaat. It's like Friday prayer. But the khutbah is after the prayer. Where khutbah jumaat before the prayer. Khutbah it is after the it prayer. Just two rakaat. But what you say is true. You have a unique movement. Not Like rukuk sujud is the same, only the takbir. The number of uh, the seven, the first rakaat you start with seven takbirat. No, start with Allahu Akbar. Consider one. Okay. Allahu Akbar two. The first one you do the recite dua iftita. So after Allahu Akbar is iftita. Do iftita, and then Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Then Fatiha You see the Imam recite, You just listen okay. and follow After coming up to the second rakaat When you coming up There is also takbir Allahu Akbar You don't count it Then when you stand up Five more takbirat okay. Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar then the Imam recite Fatiha and another surah and you end the second rakat until they make ruku itidaw sujud tahiyat and finish after that the Imam will give salam so of course these are yearly kind of prayer we may forget I think we always forget and we yeah. need to be reminded I every, must be reminded every year and that's why every year before the eight prayer we will be reminded by the Imam Yeah, even sometimes people start to remind you before the eat prayer that the last night of kiam. Oh, okay. Yeah, they all because the last night there's no kiam anymore. Yeah. You yes. know, so they start to remind you before that already. Seven takbirat in the first rakaat, five takbirat in the second rakaat, and then you just follow the imam. Maybe some new rivers. Uh, we we have not yet uh, memorized the iftitah. Maybe right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, for for the rivers, uh, I think. Uh, what's your advice? Me? They don't say anything. Yeah. If the they don't memorize anything, you just you can say Subhanallah, Allah oh, Akbar. Okay, right. Anything you can say. The minimum. Because there is also a takbir to uh, the du'a kita. Subhanakallahumma bihamdika wa tabarukasmuka ta'ala jadduka wa la ilah. Or you can say, Allahu Akbar kabira. If you remember, Allahu Akbar kabira, walhamdulillah kathira, wa subhanallahi bukratan wa sila. It's not long. Just everybody must no, grab the opportunity to memorize all this short, short prayer because it helps us. To get closer to Allah, yeah. I yeah. don't feel that there is a problem at all, because I learned all these things in a in two three months. I I've learned everything about the prayer, the recitation. It's up to us. Yeah. So we hope all our revered yeah. brother and sister try to be a good Muslim. We the one to be a Muslim, like a blind follower. We want to be a practicing Muslim. Even whatever that caused you to be a Muslim before, 
No, but you can improve and change. You know, I came to Islam without anybody calling me, not because of marriage, nothing. Because I learned about it, and that's why I spent time. You have to learn about this thing, and after that, I feel so happy. You know, because you I accomplished learned. That. Yeah, I learned the basic, the foundation. You know. Anything to do with the five pillar, Alhamdulillah, already. So it made me feel very happy. I'm ready for all this ritual now. So all this is up to every one of us. And I believe what Allah said is so true. Ya yuhallazina amanu, udkhulu fissilmikafa. O you who want to enter Islam, enter Islam wholly. Don't Half-heartedly. Partially. Partially. Then you feel the beauty. Then you understand, wow, Islam is really unique and a way of life. Knowledge is important. So may Allah help those who help themselves. And may Allah open the heart of all the rewards especially and even born Muslim to understand the spirit of Islam that is important so that we have the value. If not, a lot of people don't practice because they don't have the value. It's just a ritual. But there's a lot of value. So may Allah guide us, accept what we have been doing and forgive our shortcoming mm-hmm. and make us a better Muslim and Muslimah. Uh, Amin. Amin. And and the best compass for a Muslim is the the Quran and the Sunnah, the Hadith. The Quran and the saying of the Prophet yeah. is very clear. Yeah. Whoever follow the Quran Sunnah, nobody can turn you astray. Yeah. You cannot be misguided anymore. But when you don't follow the Quran Sunnah, you follow tradition, opinion, hearsay, the majority, all this. Yeah, will not save you. Yeah, all this will bring you back to ignorant. You know, tradition can make you become very ignorant. Yes, it's just like so before. Hard. Yeah, yeah. You know why the first generation, when Islam, the Prophet start to promote Islam, a lot of people reject because of their tradition. They're so used to their mm. tradition culture, they don't want to change. They get upset. Sometimes. They get upset. Oh, you want to change our tradition? No way, no way. No. It's something that you used to do. You used to do. And oh, you yeah. tell them it's not right. And yeah. yeah, because they don't want that. We know everybody have their own tradition, their own bad habit, old habit. No, they just yeah. don't want to change. Bad habits die hard. Yeah, tradition die hard. That's it. But Islam is about changing for the better. For the better. Yeah, to be better. It's not to be worse, no. And that's why Allah did say, Allah will not change our condition. Wherever you are, however you are, until you sincerely want to change, then Allah will help you to change. So we are changing now, we have become a Muslim. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. I think I think I've learned so much just now, uh, especially when uh, some points like uh, praying openly during Eid, yep. and I I really I, I I wasn't aware until today, like right now, because yeah. all this while we've been going to masjid, mm. and I've never seen personally uh, people praying in Dataran Merdeka. Oh, it would be beautiful. Alhamdulillah. I mean, today I know, and maybe, maybe, maybe. If uh, inshallah, when uh, I get married and I have a big family, I can. Um, and if I live, uh, you know, uh, walking distance to the uh, field, <laughs> can, can we do it like that? We, we do no, it on ourselves. Uh, yeah, it is not practical now if you don't get get the permission from the authority. Ah, I see. Okay, but then it's not recommended <laughs> right now. We hope one day the authority also will promote. Yeah. The Muslim to perform it prayer in an open area. Inshallah. Alhamdulillah, we've learned something and we hope for you too yep. that a thing or two that maybe you have forgotten 
Hey, you are reminded. So, Alhamdulillah, is yeah. we make this wrap up this for this episode. Thank you very much for listening to us. Thank you, Ustad uh, Usini, yes. for uh, you know the uh, the some of the the points that you actually uh, elaborated, and it really uh, helped us to understand more. And I believe to all the reverts out there, mm-hmm. now you understand a little bit better than you know. Before. Before. Alhamdulillah. Jazakallah khair. You're welcome. And we end this session with the Tasbih Kifara. Subhanakallah. Wa bihamdik. Ashadu ala ilaha ilanta. Astaghfiruka. Wa atubu ilaik.